Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of You Press Play News. My name is Natalia. I'm the news editor. My name is Jillian. I'm the editor in chief. I'm Michael. I'm the social media manager. And here's your news for this week. COVID cases on campus have been fluctuating. Last week, cases peaked in the 50s. Currently, there are about 40 active cases. The bulk of cases are amongst students on the Boca Raton campus. Many students anticipate that after last week's on-campus bonfire music festival, cases will spike in the coming weeks. The cumulative case count for the fall semester has now surpassed 200. The university is still offering its vaccine incentive. It will give students a $150 Visa gift card for getting vaccinated. Those students who were fully vaccinated prior to the program are not eligible for participation. Palm Beach County is averaging approximately 1,000 new cases per week and 55% of the population is fully vaccinated. Florida averaged over 14,000 new cases per day in the last week. To read our weekly coronavirus update, visit upressonline.com. On September 2nd, student government hosted a town hall meeting and discussed new on-campus dining options. A few years ago, FAU had an on-campus restaurant and bar called The Borough that was torn down to make room for the new eSports arena and arcade. The borough was the only late night dining option on campus and was also the only on-campus location to purchase alcohol. For the first time since 2018, dining resident district manager, Chris Valdis announced that alcohol would once again be served and available on campus. Starting this week, the Lime Fresh Food Truck on, on the breezeway will be open late and will offer alcoholic beverages to of age students. The Atlantic Dining Hall, also known as the CAF, will have a food station that avoids eight major allergens. The G8 station will offer meals and snacks that avoid milk, eggs, fish, shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, and soybean. The burger fry truck will be available on campus until Wendy's reopens. Baldus said that he hopes that Pizza Hut and Dunkin' Donuts will reopen by mid-October. These dining locations are looking for new employees, and Baldus said that the starting pay will begin at $12 an hour. Former Marine Brian Riley is facing four counts of first-degree murder after he broke into a home and killed four people in Lakeland, Florida on September 5th. Riley was grabbing a first-aid kit at a neighbor's house and a short distance away saw Justice Gleason mowing the yard with his 11-year-old daughter, not named due to her age. Riley saw the girl and believed she was an imaginary girl named Amber who was suicidal and being held by a supposed sex trafficking ring that God was telling him to confront. Gleason repeatedly told Riley that no girl by the name of Amber lived there and called 911, but Riley was gone once authorities arrived. Riley returned at 4.30 in the morning and shot and cleared Gleason, his girlfriend, Teresa Lanham, their four-month-old son, and Lanham's, and Lanham's mother, Catherine Degado. Detectives have said Riley confronted about being high on drugs during the shooting. Riley's girlfriend told investigators that he was never violent, but had become increasingly erratic. She said he claimed to be on a mission from God, stockpiling supplies for hurricane victims. Last week, President Joe Biden implemented a sweeping federal vaccine requirement. 100 million federal workers, private sector employees, as well as healthcare workers and federal contractors will now be required to obtain their coronavirus vaccines. Unlike many current COVID vaccine mandates, there is no opt-out option that would allow workers to get tested rather than vaccinated. As he announced the mandate, Biden criticized those who haven't been vaccinated against COVID. Biden said, quote, we've been patient. Our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us, end quote. 
He continued by saying the unvaccinated population has caused a lot of damage. Republican leaders and union chiefs alike have criticized the new mandate. There will likely be legal pushback in the courts. The Los Angeles Public School District approved a vaccine mandate for all students 12 and older on Thursday. All students will be required to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by January 10th, 2022. Students that are in band, sports, or other in-person extracurricular activities will need to be immunized by October 31st. Quote, a medical and scientific consensus has emerged that the best way to protect everyone in our schools and communities is for all those who are eligible to be vaccinated. This policy is the best way to make that happen. Nick Melvoin, the board vice president of the school district, said in a statement. The LA Unified School District is the largest in the country and already requires students and teachers to undergo weekly testing regardless of their vaccination status. School staff members will be required to be fully vaccinated by October 15th. The vaccination mandate has the support of the United Teachers of Los Angeles, which is the unit that represents Los Angeles Unified School District teachers. Salesforce, a cloud computing company, announced that they would assist employees and their families if they want to leave Texas after the state passed the most restrictive abortion law. Salesforce told employees in a Slack message obtained by CNBC, quote, these are incredibly personal issues that directly impact many of us, especially women, end quote. Although the company did not take a stance on the law, they said, quote, with that being said, if you have concerns about access to reproductive health care in your state, Salesforce will help relocate you and members of your immediate family, end quote. This comes after Uber and Lyft both announced that they would pay the legal costs for any driver who gets sued for transporting women to get abortions. Bumbo, the online dating company, also said they had started a fund to help people seek to help people seeking abortions in the state. On September 6th, Attorney General Merrick Garland vowed to challenge Texas's new abortion law that bans the procedure after six weeks of pregnancy. President Joe Biden publicly disagreed with the new Texas abortion law and had asked the Justice Department for ways to fight the new law. We will not tolerate violence against those seeking to obtain or provide reproductive health services, physical obstruction, or property damage in violation of the FACE Act, Garland said. The FACE Act, or Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, is a 1994 law that outlaws threats to or obstructions of people seeking reproductive health care. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pledged to call a vote in late September to drop legislation that would make the right to have an abortion into federal law. Garland said the Justice Department has already reached out to the FBI and attorneys in Texas. The department will provide support from federal law enforcement when an abortion clinic or reproductive health center is under attack, Garland said. The new Texas law has widely been criticized as a ban on the Roe v. Wade decision, a 1973 Supreme Court ruling that protects a pregnant woman's right to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. Republican officials in seven states, including Florida, have said they wish to change their state laws to mirror Texas's. State legislatures this year have already enacted widespread abortion restrictions, according to the Washington Post, and abortion activists expect more copycat bills to follow. And this has been your Ucrest News this week.